may not look like much. She's got it where it counts, kid. This is the Millennial Falcon. I'm Josh. And I am John. And we're back. We're back, baby. We're back, baby. This is it. We were gone for a little over a month. Eh? Oh, yeah. We were gone for about a month, six weeks. Yeah. Angie and I did that Christmas episode yeah. a couple weeks ago. Dude, I've been wanting to say, you guys did a really good job on that. Well, thank you. You guys did really good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I've had episode. some good feedback from that. I was happy with it. The whole time I was like, this is, I, I was like, I know these lists. I know mm-hmm. exactly what was going to be on them. Yeah, you know what's funny? I had a friend of mine message me saying, it's like, hey, I love that episode, but my top five didn't even make either of your top ten lists. <laughs> so I'm like, and oh. he, he sent me his list and I was like, yep, I haven't seen half of those and the other half I think are not good. <laughs> so I have one correction I have to make for you. Uh-oh, uh-oh. So the proper order goes Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Wrong. Home Alone 1, Home Alone 3, and nothing else exists after that i agree with that statement i'm not telling that for you i'm telling the fans okay if you watch home alone 4 you need to stop watching our show you are no fan of ours <laughs> you're done you're canceled i don't like you oh gosh i'm just kidding please listen to our show please share it with friends but also <laughs> why would you bother watching horrible christmas movies watch okay. better will be better do better watch better i love you if you watch home alone four through six but i'm just disappointed I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm just disappointed. Uh, yeah, the Christmas episode yeah. was fun. Uh, before that, I should pull up what when our last episode actually came out because I feel like it's like I think it was early October. It was October thirtieth. October thirtieth was the last time we did the first part of the Geonosis arc oh. <laughs> for Clone Wars. So we were like two months out. Yeah. It's been a couple months. The and then I did a little update in November, and then we had the yeah. Christmas episode. So yeah, but we're back. Yeah, I don't know if we need to go into full detail, but basically, long story short, life happened. Mm-hmm. On my end, I had some family things come up that needed some attention, so yeah. I had to like take care of some things. And yeah, that's from my end of things. We just I just need to take a break for a while. Yeah, yeah. There's some rough stuff going on. And stuff. I had my own personal things going mm-hmm. on too, and stuff with challenges with health and things. But yeah, we're back now. We're back, better than ever. Things are doing good. Uh, excited to get super consistent for 2024. Yes. yes. Can you believe it's 2024? Are, That's so weird to say. I that. know it's so weird. We are just like we're in the like just the fresh days of January, so we it's are. really exciting to record like right off the bat in the new year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're doing it. All right. Should we jump into it? Let's just jump into it. Let's just jump into it. You do nothing that I say. You must review the Clone Wars on the Millennial Falcon. All right, I'll give it a try. No, try not. Review. Or review not. There is no try. All right, we got episode... Or, sorry, season two, episode seven and eight... The part two of the Geonosis arc. We're finally doing part two. (laughs) After a couple months, we're back. 
finishing off this arc for the Clone Wars. So that's right, fans. You've been waiting for it, and we're delivering it. We've gotten like thousands of DMs. Yes, thousands. Begging us to come back. Thousands so. of DMs from our 30 listeners. Yeah. <laughs> John Krasinski emailed me the other day. He's like, John, where are you? I yeah. miss you. Yeah, you're such a liar. Yeah. All right. Uh, so without further ado, Tom. Take, take it away. Take it away. Victory on Geonosis. After a massive planetary siege, the Separatist forces on Geonosis have finally fallen. Key weapons factories have been destroyed, but at a heavy cost to Republic troops. Now, as Jedi Master Luminara Unduli and Obi-Wan Kenobi begin a cleanup of the planet, they launch an intense campaign to find Separatist leader Pago the Lesser and bring him to justice. Thanks, Tom. Thank you, Tom. Tom King. Tom King. Thank you. So normally we would give the Wikipedia official description. John and I were talking about it. I think we're going to nix it. Sometimes it just feels so redundant. It's not my favorite thing. I don't. No. I, I Sometimes I don't like how it's written. Yeah. And it just feels like, like we were talking to, it just feels like Tom does the narration and mm. then we kind of like do it all over again with yeah. the official description. It's unnecessary. So, so we're just going to nix that. We're just going to jump right into it. Tom has introduced this episode well enough. We don't need to go. Who are we to think that we can do anything better than we, Tom? We can't compete with Tom Kane. No way. He's no Tom Kane. All right, here we go. Right off the bat. Oh, my gosh, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> you might, you always, oh, my goodness. I think you just got to lean into it. Oh, point. man. Right off the bat, I love Luminara. I know she was in the last two episodes, too, a little bit, but we get to see a lot more Luminara in this episode. She mm-hmm. is probably, like, top three favorite Jedi of all time, I think, for me. Okay, maybe yeah. not main character. Forgetting main character Jedis, like... Uh, top three, like, side background character Jedi people. Luminara is amazing. Luminara and Dooley? And Dooley, yep. Okay. Um, I like her. I wouldn't say she's my favorite. Plo Koon, I think, would be my favorite. I just love how she is very, um, like, she's got a lot of wisdom and stuff. Like, like we had a lot of really cool scenes with her, like, earlier on in our watch through when she was fighting Ventress and stuff, and we probably talked about that in our last recording a couple months ago, so I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself for things we've already said, but I, I just, I love how she's, like, stoic, but yet is in touch with her feelings at the same time, but she doesn't give in. She's really willing to just let go of things that need to be let go and stuff, yeah. and it's just, I, I love her character, She's just a true Jedi in like the best sense. Like, I'm glad you brought that up because that's something that bothers me about this episode. Really? It seems so out of character that she's so insistent on finding Poggle that she's willing to go off by herself. Mm-hmm. And like, Anakin's like, hey, I'm tracking a sandstorm. You right. should probably be careful. And she's like, I'm going to go anyway. Like, it that's seems, true. That's it true. seems a little out of character for her because normally she's like the voice of reason. Mm-hmm. She's like, the cool, the cool head, whatever, however you would say that, like cooler heads. Yeah. I mean, it's a very Jedi thing because like she's one of the, like the, she's a Jedi master, like she's master class for Jedi. And usually all the masters, like they go and they discuss and they're like, okay, this is what we should do. I think we should do this. Like they talk to the Jedi council and stuff. Like she was talking with uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin. And I think that was it. I don't know if anyone else was in that conversation. Were they? Was Yoda there? I don't think so. For this episode? Yeah, for this episode. 
I think it was just Anakin and Obi. Oh, and um, Kiati uh, Mundi. Kiati Mundi. Yeah, that was the other one. I knew there was someone else. He's talking to them. Kiati Mundi and Obi Wan are masters, and they're all discussing how we should approach the situation. She wants to go do this. The other guys are saying no, but it is very much a master Jedi thing to be like, okay, I am one with the Force. I'm feeling like I need to do this because I feel like the Force is leading me to go this direction and stuff. So I'm just going to do it, even though you guys are maybe saying, logically, this might not be the best decision. Like, that's a very Jedi thing to do, <laughs> I feel like, is to kind of go against the the voice of the crowd yeah. at certain times when necessary. Like, it's in it's her prerogative to be able to do that. Is that the right way to use that word? <laughs> <laughs> I would say so. I will say, though, that the rest of this arc wouldn't have needed to have... Well, oh, no, actually, maybe that's not true, because she was going after Poggle oh, I think to get she's to pretty the essential. temple. Yeah. So either way, okay, you know what? Forget what I said. I realize I'm wrong. Yeah, you Her suck. going actually helped save mm-hmm. more than it more than it was destructive. Yeah. Because otherwise, Poggle would have gotten the little wormies mm-hmm. of death. Yeah. Basically, they're trying to track down Poggle. That's, yeah. like, that's like the whole uh, concept of this episode, or... Obi-Wan, Anakin, Yeti Money, Luminara. Where's Poggle? Let's go get him. Yeah. And then right after that in my notes, I have Q, the weird demon temple bugs of doom. (laughs) Yes. And then I was like, oh, wait. And this is literally what I wrote down in my notes. Q, the weird temple demon bugs of doom. Correction. Weird undead temple demon zombie bugs of doom being controlled by an evil creepy queen. This is straight up a zombie movie. No, it is. It's like they are Mm -hmm. zombies. Yep. Like they literally talk about, creepy. like I think Obi Wan talks about it at some point. It's like they're not alive, and we can't kill them because they keep coming back to life because they're ne- they were never alive in the first place. Like it's classic zombie, but they're bugs. So it's zombie, zombie bug bugs. aliens of doom, Geonosians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this episode was creepy. Like it gets pretty creepy. Like especially when they're like yeah. they're going through all through the, the catacombs. The catacombs, yeah, it gets creepy. Yeah, all the zombie Geonosians with their, like, glazed-over eyes. And they're literally, like, doing, like, the classic, like, walk with their, like, hands in front and everything mm-hmm. and stuff. It's it's definitely, if there was a episode of The Clone Wars that would be the closest yeah. to a horror, this would be it. I do have a little bit of beef, though. Hmm. Because I did feel like, like, I, like I, I was watching it and I'm like, did I forget to pay attention? Because all of a sudden, we go from, like, she's in a sandstorm to now she's inside of this temple. And, like, they introduce so much so fast. Maybe it's just because I'm so far removed from the first part of the arc mm-hmm. that I'm like, this is, like, that's maybe that's probably what it is, is we're, or I'm just feeling like I'm kind of dropped well, in. Because they just, yeah. like, it goes so fast from mm-hmm. she's riding her, like, her speeder, her speeder through the sandstorm. Mm-hmm. And then she's just in the temple, and she was caught already. Like, I don't... I don't know. I didn't feel like it oh, happened no, no, that fast. That's not, no, there was a little... There was a few scenes before that. I think mm-hmm. I'm just, like... I think it was a me problem. <laughs> um, like this arc definitely feels like its own thing. Like this half of the arc, I should say. Because yeah. technically, this is like this the was sequel a... that was written by a different director or made by a different director, not written. <sighs> Funny enough, it could have been. I didn't even yeah. check. <laughs> it could. It could very well could have been. But this whole arc, the Geonosian arc, it really does feel like this is a whole other arc on its own because this mm-hmm. one really focuses in on the Geonosians, like of like their race. Whereas the first part of this arc was more about the war, which I loved. I loved that episode where they're back on Geonosia doing that. Geonosia, is that the right? Is that the name of the planet? Geonosia, yeah. Is that the name of the planet or is that just the name of the people? I could be getting that wrong. Forgive Ge- me, super fans. If um, I'm, if I'm, 
I'm pretty sure Geonosha is the planet. Okay. Because I just watched these episodes today. Okay. Oh, you know what they do? Uh, oh, I didn't even write down who said this. I'm pretty sure it's Anakin. I got a bad feeling about this. They, the, oh, they the did that again? Line. Man, I really should have wrote who said that. It's been so long since I wrote these notes, so forgive us fans if we're a little bit rusty jumping into this because it's been a while. I did rewatch these like within the last couple days to try to prep this. Uh, most of it I watched today, but yeah. I think I say this every episode, mm-hmm. but I'm just very like pleasantly surprised by the animation and how much better it gets, even just in season two here. It was a good looking episode, from, wasn't it? From season one to season two, I already noticed like, yeah. like it's so much better. Honestly, it's been weird because I feel like I know we're jumping all over the place, like chronologically with this, but it really does feel like certain arcs in the Clone Wars even within the same season, can be so much better visually than the next. Mm-hmm. Like, even within season two. Uh, but this is a good-looking arc. The There's a funny line here where Obi-Wan is talking to Anakin because Anakin gets very aggressive in this episode. I think I know what you're going to say. But he's like, because Anakin's wanting to basically just charge in. I'm going after Luminara. I don't care what anybody else says. And Kiati Mundi's like, no, we're in the middle of a sandstorm. You can't do this. And and Obi-Wan says something along the lines of, it's like, because I make observations while you think with your lightsaber. Yeah. I had that. <laughs> I knew that's where you're going because I had that exact uh, quote right now. I don't know if we mentioned this. Let's go back a little bit just to set the stage. Mm-hmm. So Luminara went into this temple. Yeah. And Obi-Wan and Anakin and some clones went in after to try to rescue her. Yeah. Just just so we're all on the same page. Yeah, that's basically what happens. And we we learn that there's a Geonosian queen. First time we ever heard about this in Star Wars history. So there's a queen of the Geonosians, apparently. Like, they were talking about how it's a legend, and, like, they've never actually been proven that this is a thing, but we suspect it, and, like, the temple has a statue of, like, the Geonosian queen. And they go in, that's when they figure out there's zombies, because they're trying to kill them, and they can't kill them. And there's these little worm dudes that are, oh, like, the popping in and so out of creepy. their noses. I hate any kind of scene where, like, something comes out of your body. Mm-hmm. Like... It's like a xenomorph. Well, this is going to come up later, <laughs> so I won't say it. But, like, there was a specific scene where this... The, so these little worms are what help this queen control mm-hmm. the hive mind of zombies. And, it, like, it goes in one nostril and out the other one into his mouth, kind of. And I'm like, yeah. that is ugh, disgusting, and I hate it. Oh, I hate that. Any kind of scene like that always grosses me out. It is funny because eventually they like kind of make their way through the catacombs and whatever and like half the clones die on the way and stuff and it's super sad. But they eventually get to the part where the queen is there and there's one really interesting thing that happens. I don't know if you kind of like realize this and I guess they do this just so they can tell the story easier for like, you know, an audience. But every single Geonosian cannot speak English. None of the Geonosians speak English. Poggle himself mm-hmm. speaks in clicks and pops like yep. you know stuff like that then the geonosian queen speaks english she lives underground she never sees anybody else but her own people mm. and yet she speaks english interesting <laughs> and she speaks in that super creepy voice okay i was um, gonna say too like props to the voice actor on this oh man whoever it was yeah. did a great job Sends she shivers down your spine she's creepy yeah like i would say because josh told me about these episodes and he's like this is kind of like the horror movie of Star Wars Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. I really like it was like a kid friendly horror. Yeah, me. I mean it's not like that actually like, I was expecting scary, it but... to actually be like scary. I don't know why. It's a cartoon so I wasn't mm-hmm. I was like 
don't it's know just how creepy. they're gonna make this. It, it's creepy. I wouldn't say it's like a horror. No, it's not like jump scare or anything. Yeah. But it, it's just like very, very creepy. Yeah, it's zombies. It's like zombie mind control. Queen, gross thing popping out eggs. Little yeah. worm monsters getting into people's brains. Huh. I wonder what that sounds like. Aliens. I'm re- yeah. I'm referencing the alien movies. <laughs> As a separate note, Josh and I and a friend of ours have been going through the Alien and Predator movies, mm-hmm. and the whole time I was watching these two episodes, I'm like, Alien, it's Alien, they're going to do stupid yeah. things because it's Alien. Mm-hmm. Alien Predator's been great. Maybe we'll yeah. review that another time, <laughs> the mm-hmm. whole the whole series. <laughs> I don't want to watch them all again. <laughs> you have to keep watching them with us. <laughs> I'm going to keep watching them because I'm, I'm enjoying it, but I don't want to watch them again. No, I probably won't watch them again either. <laughs> Maybe Alien. Alien was really good, the first one. I think that's still my favorite one. Yeah. But I think Anywho, we're getting off on a tangent. Yes. So. Tangent, tangent. My last note on this episode, I love this scene because they capture Luminara and they like have her hanging up and stuff. And at this point, uh, Obi-Wan wants to do the diplomatic Jedi thing, which is awesome. And he wants to talk it out before they just start going in lightsabers ablazing. And Anakin, of course, is like, okay, I'll take out the queen. You take out the other guys. And stuff, which is very Anakin. Also, Anakin sucks as a Jedi because that's his attitude. <laughs> because that is not the Jedi way to do things like that. But anyway, Luminara is just hanging there and the Geonosian Queen is wanting to put a worm in her nose. And I love how Obi-Wan is just sitting there. No, let's let's just see what happens. Let's just I just want I just want I just want to see. Yeah. Like I wonder if that's part of his plan or if he actually like well, it even is. later he talks he's, about it. Even later he's like, I want to study this thing. Yeah. And that's where I'm like, no, if we've learned nothing from television, it's we don't <laughs> need to study everything that's creepy. Yeah. Cause cause he's literally like um or sorry, Luminara is literally like, this better be part of your plan. And he's like, isn't it always? And then that's when they yeah. go, lightsabers are blazing. And everything. That's kind of where I'm like, I don't think you would actually have no. let her. Because no, that, so, that would seem so out of character for Obi-Wan mm-hmm. to let another Jedi be like a little lab rat. Yeah, just like have a worm up her nose and be a mind-controlled zombie. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Oh, uh, man. But yeah, I, I liked this episode. It wasn't like my favorite or anything, but it, it was fun. It, it was definitely, it, it was just such a different vibe from everything else that it was like almost refreshing to kind of have was. It was an episode different. of this style. So it was fun. Yeah, it was definitely different. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I mean, the episode kind of just ends with them eventually escaping. I do have one know, other quote classic. that I just thought was really funny. So Anakin is holding this, or is it Obi-Wan or Anakin is holding this little worm? And he's like, I want to take this back to study it. And Anakin, like, stomps on it. Oh, yeah. He's like, why don't you study the bottom of my boot? Yeah, he's like, you could study the bottom of my boot. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. That's, yeah. like, such an Anakin thing to say, too. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah, but, but eventually they just kind of escape. Like, the clones flash their lights at all the Geonosians because mm-hmm. they're underground and everything, and they're light-sensitive. Them crawling through the tunnel was actually quite a suspenseful scene. It was. Like, to get out, and then yeah. there's the debris falling on them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's no way all of them get out. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's crazy that none of the zombie, worm-infested bugs didn't come out with them. It's uh, it's crazy. Well, they did. They did? That's how the whole next episode happens. No, the little worms. Well, not the actual, like, zombie dudes. The worms come out. Yeah, I know, but... We'll get there very, very I, I soon. I mean, like, the people that they're controlling, like, the bugs. Oh, the people that are already controlled? Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, they all get collapsed into the 
catacombs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that's basically how it ends. They escape. Uh, tunnels came in. All that stuff. Pretty classic ending. But yeah. Should we get to the ratings? Let's get to these ratings. What you brought me today is worth... Approximately 3720 to one. Come on, let's keep a little optimism. I'm going to say for a story, I don't think I'm going to rate it too high. I'm going to give it... I'm going to say for this episode, I'm going to give it a 6.3. 6.3? Yeah. Okay. I gave it a 7.2. Whoa, baby. I liked it a lot more than you. Uh, I thought it was good. Like it, I think I'm also just thinking of how much more I liked the second episode than this one. Mm-hmm. No, the second one is definitely better. But I, I think I, I gave it this thing just for the reasons I already said. Just It was refreshing. It, it was mm-hmm. a refreshing episode. It was a brand new type of uh, a story that we haven't seen so far anyway in our watch order. Uh, just with like the amount of suspense and just like the creepiness and stuff. Like there, there were some cool elements to this episode. I, I thought it was a pretty good entertaining story. 7.2. Artistry. Oh, man. I think I'm going to go high on this one. I thought it was really well done. It was good. Artistry, like, it's creepy. Mm-hmm. Like, they, I, like... Very stylized. I feel like what... I feel like what I'm trying to say is they had a specific style in mind, mm-hmm. and I think they were really successful. Yeah. In achieving it. I agree. So, I am... I told... I, I think I mentioned this in the podcast a bunch of times now, but for a while, I was just coming in with pre-prepared... Um, ratings, mm-hmm. and then as we were talking, I would I would always change my mind on things, yeah. and I would always have to change my ratings. Yeah. So now I just I come in, we have it a, on the fly, we have a talk, and I just rate it on the fly. So I'm gonna say for artistry, I'm gonna go seven point four. That is exactly what I did. Nice seven point four. Yeah, I thought the acting was good. Um, there was no characters in this that I thought were poorly acted. Other the only than... the only thing I will say on that that kind of took it out for me a bit. Mm-hmm was there was a little bit where I'm like, Obi, this is not how Obi-Wan would do things. But I get that that was part of his plan, so I can forgive that. But Luminara going off on her own just seems so out of the ordinary for me mm-hmm. that I feel like it was just like, well, we have to drive the plot forward, so we have to get her to do yeah, this. Yeah, that's more story stuff than artistry. Yeah. But True. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Which is, uh, honestly, and from, for some of those reasons, that's why story was only 7.2 for me, was because... Yeah. Like, oh, so of, are, we, are we getting into story now? Okay. We're already to story. 7.2. For you, 7.2? Yeah, story was 7.2 okay. for me. Yeah, now we're on to artistry. <laughs> the artistry. Story was the first one. Yes, sorry. Yeah, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know what happened in my brain. So we did story, and we, then we did artistry. Yes, we already talked about story. Now we're talking about artistry. <laughs> yes, that was a 7.4 for me. Uh, yes, I'm it's doing, also a 7.4. I'm doing so good today. You're, you're great. You're great. Uh, 7.4 for me as well. Nice. All the same reasons you were saying. Visual visuals were great. Acting was was good. I don't think there was any performances in this that were like knocking it out of the park. And I know he I mentioned. Will say, I'm still talking. I'm still talking to. No, you're not. No, Shut up. Stop no. interrupting what me. What do you want? You suck. Why? Let me say what my points say? before I forget them. Okay. <laughs> what was I even? Sorry, saying I'm not going to interrupt you anymore. What the heck was I even going to say? Okay, now I actually feel bad. Yeah, you should. You stop <laughs> doing this. <laughs> There's always got to be one part of the show where I annoy Josh. Oh, dang, I totally lost my train of thought. Talking about artistry, talking about visual acting. Okay. I know you mentioned the queen and how you liked her performance and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the voice she did was really, really good. But there was a lot of moments in her performance that I was like, like, this is it, it almost did take me out a little bit just because it was so overdone. 
It was definitely over the top. Yeah, it was very over the top. And it's just like this, like, I almost want to mimic it, but I'll, I'll just sound so bad <laughs> if I try. <laughs> um, so I won't. But anyway, 7.4, artistry, moving on. Entertainment value. I gave it a 7.2. I was going to say mid-sevens as well. I'm going to give it another 7.4. 7.4. That was very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like I was very entertained by like it. Like I was I was very hooked in this on these two episodes. Absolutely. So Oh yeah, that's a good you know, point. Okay. I'm gonna redact that. I'm gonna go down to a seven point two. Seven point two? I'm gonna go down to seven point two. Okay. I also did seven point two. I was very entertained. I thought it was great. So that leaves me at an even seven. Six point nine six, so I'm rounding up to a seven. I am a seven point three. So that means that our official Millennial Falcon score for this episode is a seven point two. What? How is that possible? Because you had a, I had so it was what I was had a seven. Score? You had a seven point oh. Yeah. I and thought you said you had six point something. Oh, six point nine six. Oh, so okay. I rounded so it up to a seven. Okay. And you had a six point. I had a seven. Seven point three. So that goes to seven point one five. So you round up again to seven point two. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. Well. The Millennial Falcon, Legacy of Terror. We didn't even say the name of the episode. Legacy of Terror. Welcome back. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, season 2, Episode 7, 7.2. Moving on, Episode 8 of Season 2, Brain Invaders. That's such a fun title, too. It is a great title. That's a very, like, 80s, oh, yeah, cheesy it, yes. thriller movie. Yeah, it feels like an old-school alien movie. All right. Attack of the Brain Invaders. Tom. Take us away! Victory on Geonosis! After a massive assault, the Republic has finally recaptured the Separatist planet and shut down its droid factories of doom. An investigation by Luminara Unduli led to the discovery of Queen Karina the Great, whose hive mind could reanimate dead Geonosian soldiers. During the destruction of the Queen's Temple, the Jedi apprehended her advisor, Pago the Lesser, and now prepare to deliver the villain to Coruscant for trial. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Can I just say one thing right off the bat? Oh, gosh. And I think I said this before when we were reviewing the other episode. Mm-hmm. I hate any scene where things crawl in or out of your body. <laughs> like, it's just yeah. so gross to me. I was talking with my fiance the other day, and I was like, if oh, we, look at me bragging. I got a fiance. Got a fiance. Well, you're, you're married, so deal yeah, with I know. it. Yeah, I know. I was like, if if we ever have kids, I will take care of all of the diapers, but you take care of the nose things because I find boogers Boys? and nose junk so much grosser than diapers. Yeah, granted, inch. I've never I've never <laughs> done diapers, but it's just so just. Dis- I will I will bite you. There's I will a bite quacky your finger. monkey lizard trying to pick John's nose. I will right bite now. your finger clean off. You t- don't you touch me with that finger, you disgusting monkey. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> oh, Zach's like, I'm not gonna say anything, don't worry, except that. Okay. Oh man. No, but like I told her, if you do all the diapers, uh, I will do all the diapers, but I don't want to touch any noses. Like yeah. drippy saliva nostril mm-hmm. gunk is disgusting and I hate it. That's all I have to say about that. I just needed to get a stop it. We have a we have a friend in the room if you didn't <laughs> friend. Pulling back the curtain, there's a, a Kowakian monkey lizard yeah, loose in the room. No, he's not here. Yeah. No. 
Um, he's he's a he's a quacky monkey lizard on the wall. Friend of the show, quacky monkey lizard. <laughs> quacky monkey lizard. Quackian. Quackian, yes. Uh, Ange also, when we had our kids, she did all the booger stuff. The booger ball. You literally have to get a device that no, sucks the no, boogers stop, out of their stop, face. Stop. Just please stop. So they can breathe. Okay, we're done. <laughs> You're done. You're done. Uh, That's fun times, so fun gross times. to me. Anyways, so Star Wars. One thing we didn't mention at the end of the last episode is they actually got Poggle. Yes. They grabbed Poggle. They got took Poggle. him out of there. So they have Poggle now. Uh, and if you watched along with us, you know this already. Yeah. But uh, they got Poggle, bringing him into space yeah. uh, and all that good stuff. And this episode is fantastic. This is a really great episode. This is a really, really fun episode. Lots of suspense. Now, this is the one that reminds me so much of the movie Alien. Yeah. Invasion. Never know who's got the bug kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, one of the clones gets uh, wormed. (laughs) Basically, one of the worms goes up one of the clones' nose. One of the clones has worms. Yeah. And he goes and brings a whole bunch of worm eggs onto the ship with everybody else. Well, actually, with just Soka and Luminara. Or not Luminara. What am I talking about? Luminara's Padawan. Ventus? Uh, Barris, Barris Sophie. Oh, I'm thinking of Ventress. You are. <laughs> you mixed them both Barris together. <laughs> Barris Sophie. So Ahsoka and Barris Sophie are the only Jedi on the ship with all of the clones, basically. Mm-hmm. And all the worms get loose on the ship, and all the clones are getting infected by worms. Sorry, let's. I'm gonna jump back just a little bit because mm-hmm. in the beginning of the episode, they're like. Oh, we have a distress signal from Mace Windu. They need emergency medical supplies. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, but we got to get, we got to deliver this to there. And they're like, why don't we let the Padawans handle the me- the medical supplies? And then immediately I'm like, yeah, sure. Let's leave the Padawans alone to do a mission by themselves. Nothing goes wrong when we make that choice. <laughs> Nothing could ever go wrong here. That's a super common thing that happens all the time, though. I know. And everyone's go on missions. I know. And then things happen. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, that is a clear indicator something will happen to their ship. Mm-hmm. I love the conversation that Ahsoka and Barris have, like when they're just like sitting on the ship and everything, eating dinner or whatever, their space food. Mm-hmm. Ahsoka, it, I, I wish I would have wrote down some of these quotes and I really should have been better prepared for this. So sorry, fans. Uh, we're, we're getting back into the swing of things here. But. They have a great conversation about what it means to be a peacekeeper mm-hmm. versus a warrior. Yeah. And stuff. It was such a really cool conversation of her just like questioning like and it's it's this it's a little hint of things yet to come that the writers like Dave Filoni and everything uh of the Clone Wars just keep adding layers to throughout this series of just her questioning the ways of the Jedi. And I love it. I love that they're doing a little hint of it here where she's just like, okay, what does it actually even mean to be a peacekeeper? Because it feels like we're warriors because we're literally going mm-hmm. into battle all the time. And it's, it's just a fascinating yeah. So I did accidentally get some Ahsoka spoilers from way back when, when we did, oh, did you? when we watched Tales of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. I accidentally watched all of it. And I know, oh, yeah, you told me. That. And I know yeah. some things about Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happens. Yeah, I don't have any backstory. I just know that she leaves. Yeah, I'm assuming it's something to do with Anakin betraying them, but maybe it happens earlier. I have no idea. I could tell you, but I know she betray. I know she like leaves. Mm-hmm. So every time I hear something like that, I'm like, yeah. ooh, foreshadowing. Yeah. Ooh, character oh, yeah. development. 
It was awesome because way back then, yeah. this is season two, nobody knew that this, like, yeah. she was eventually going to leave and everything at this yeah. point. It was a big shocker when it happened. Um, anyway, that's later. I also think, I also noticed how she holds her lightsaber backwards backwards instead of um, mm-hmm. right side. Yeah. Anakin was, does that too yeah. at times. But she always does that. Like, I've noticed that throughout the episodes. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if it was always, but in this one, it seems like it's like she always does that. It's a stance. There's a lot of Jedi that do that. Yeah. Um, but Anakin himself will do that at times, not always. Um, but uh, yeah, she she definitely usually has Does one. It? Sorry. Backwards. Sorry. Doesn't Ahsoka sometimes have two lightsabers? Mm-hmm. She just doesn't have it yet. She still has your green saber right now. But we've seen some episodes with her having two lightsabers, no? Not yet. You're thinking of Tales of the Jedi. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, she doesn't have um, two lightsabers yet. She still has the green one. It's really weird to me how all the clones look alike. I don't know how they did that. It's so strange. To because me. they're clones, dude. <laughs> yes, that was that was the joke I was making. Thank you. I thought you were being serious for a second. Thank you, Mr. Hilarity over there. Uh, the quacking monkey lizard is just shaking his head at you over here. <laughs> yeah, well. Oh, man. The quacking monkey lizard can speak his mind if he wants. You know something? This this kind of was highlighted earlier in the episode, like right at the beginning of the episode anyway. One of the clones has blue eyes. None of the other clones have blue eyes. I found that really interesting. He's almost like has a defect. Interesting. Just He's a, a mutant. Random aside. Uh, I don't even know which one it was, but uh, just random fact. <laughs> so interesting. <laughs> um. <laughs> that is one thing that Josh is definitely known for. He's the fun fact guy. Yeah, that's me. Anakin loves to interrogate. I feel yes. like that's one of his favorite things to do. <laughs> I think Anakin... I think Anakin loves any situation yeah. where he can have power over someone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He he likes to be in control for sure. There's a scene where basically he's interrogating Poggle and things get like really non-Jedi going on in here. Hashtag angry Anakin. Hashtag yeah. force choke. And I love because when, when this happens, like basically he walks in, he starts force choking Poggle and stuff yeah. to get information from him. And I love, there's a little thing, the... um. Darth Vader music starts to play while he's doing that. Did you catch that? I did not catch yeah, that. Yeah, this little subtle homage with like the, the music. Dun, dun, yep. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, Imperial really? March. Yeah. The I they didn't they start catch it, that. it's like a slower version mm-hmm. of it, but it's like an homage to that yes, this is him giving into his dark side ways. Yep. Kind of a thing, little moment there, uh foreshadowing. But it, it was it, I just really appreciated that little moment. I suddenly realized I have a complaint. <laughs> okay <laughs> not about this episode specifically but about i would me? have about no, yourself not about the show mm. i wish that they would have more interaction between palpatine and, and anakin they do they have tons not a, so far like i think we've had one episode where they've we've had, had some... we've had so many conversations throughout us <laughs> doing this about their interactions between anakin there are not and that palpatine. many in in Clone Wars, there's not yes, really that there, many. There's been several, and we have conversations about it when it happens. I think I'll, I think what I'm saying is there are some. I think yeah. I just want that to be a more like something they explore more. So okay, yeah. like that, I'm not saying there's never anything at all. Mm-hmm. There's definitely stuff, that, but I just wish there was more. I wish that was more developed. It is. It's, it continues to be developed. Okay. Well, all right. You'll be satisfied. You'll be satisfied. Okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. 
What was Luminara's Padawan's name again? Barisophie. Barris? Mm-hmm. Okay. She almost looks kind of like a villain to me. Yeah. The little the little dots on her. You don't like space freckles? Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> I'm very anti space freckle. Mm. They're tattoos. Yeah. Yeah, they have face tattoos. Nice. Yeah. It's like, it's a thing with that alien race. I can't even remember the name of it, but... Um, Is it like a teardrop it... for every person they've killed? Or... No, <laughs> I don't think it's like that. Luminara has them too, except they're not like freckle tattoos. They're like, she has like that goatee tattoo. That's a tattoo? Yeah. I did not realize that was a tattoo. Yeah, it's a tattoo. It's not her skin. Like, it's not her natural look or whatever they their their race gets uh tattoos based on like personal stuff or whatever i can't remember the full story also i quite i quite enjoy how star wars is really good at like giving each different race and culture their own mm-hmm. like oh yeah tons of backstory and tons lore. of lore yeah i love it like she probably barris probably looks like a villain in this one because she kind of is playing the villain because she gets wormed yeah but i can't blame her for that that's the yeah. worm's fault yeah she gets wormed she gets taken over. She's mind controlled by the queen and stuff, which is crazy that they can yeah. that she can still control them all the way through space. Like I don't know how the heck yeah. that works. What's really cool was right after she gets wormed, the like the <laughs> I love men- that that's the verb we're using. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ahsoka's at the control talking to somebody. Yeah, and the way they introduce her, like looking down on her so menacingly behind mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. behind the screen shield yeah, the panel, the panel whatever. thingy. It was like wow, that is a great shot. Oh yeah. It's a good looking episode. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The it, yeah, basically, it it becomes one of those uh, diehard situations all of a sudden where Ahsoka is mm-hmm. basically the only hero left in the place, and she's like walking through the air shafts trying to take mm-hmm. out the clones that are infested yeah. and stuff. Uh, it's kind of like Alien meets Die Hard yeah. kind of an episode. <laughs> Come drop off some medical supplies. We'll have some laughs, have some drinks. It'll be hilarious. Yeah. Uh, if you've watched Die Hard, I genuinely hope you get that get that <laughs> joke. The only other thing I had in my notes when the clones are like wormed mm-hmm. is I was so like I was so into this. I my my notes were just kind of silly, so I just wrote "Holy Clone Mutiny." <laughs> yeah, it is kind of a mutiny moment, isn't right. it? Yeah, they, the clones get together, all the ones that are wormed, and they start uh, finding the ones that aren't wormed, grabbing um, them, pulling them into a secret room, worming them, and then like going yeah. and catching more people and taking so, over the ship. I get that it's like we don't know what what to do with them. They're like being mind controlled. Yeah, but okay, oh, I, I forget her name. Alfie, what's her first name? Barris. Barris. I keep wanting to say Bendis. <laughs> it's like the Barris, fourth time. Barris. 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 <laughs> Barris like start just dabs one of the clones with lightsaber, yeah, dude. And I want to be like, no, you could save him, but okay, yeah. you don't know how. Couldn't they just like force gank the worms out of them? It's really cool <laughs> that she's cause that she's still using the force in that. Yeah, she's like a full like Jedi that, still. Yeah, that that's confusing to me because mm-hmm. it's not her doing it. So how could she well, wield it's, the it's force? Her, well, it's her tapping into the force still. It's just she's being mind controlled. I don't know. I would I would argue that you shouldn't be able to use the force if somebody else is controlling your mind. But then again, the force takes control of Jar Jar whenever <laughs> it wants, so whatever. Oh wow. Yeah. No I have to bring that up. No, no, this needs to stop being brought up. This doesn't <laughs> this is not a thing. It's a legitimate theory. <laughs> no, I'm right. It's the worst theory I've ever heard in my entire life. You're the worst theory I've ever heard. Thank you. Um We're so nice to each other on this show. 
this is a fun episode of just like I already mentioned how it's kind of like diehard esque, but of just Ahsoka wandering around messaging uh, Kit Fisto and Anakin and people and stuff. And it's like, dude, what do I do? There's all these people around wormed up. I got to figure out how to stop them. And eventually she gets the advice to basically make it cold because yep. the worms are susceptible to the cold. And she basically freezes the inside of the ship and she's like shivering, getting hypothermia. I am and so glad you brought this up because this, this lets me talk about one of my big complaints with her character Uh-oh. so far. And I brought this up a lot and you're going to agree with me. Wow. It's really cold in that ship, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I kind of wish that she had more clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Instead tube of top just a tube top, is, uh, which is really weird yeah, to me. Like, it's still just weird. Great attire for the cold depths of yeah. space. Hey, we're going to send you on dangerous missions mm-hmm. to get into to get into battle. We're going to give you a mm-hmm. tube top. Ships are classically cold in space, too. Like, it is something that talk, is talked about at times. You think she would at least wear a jacket. Um no. But there's this cool moment where they do one of those like cutaway right before mm. the thing happens moment like where the, like did she didn't she yeah like where Ahsoka is like okay am I gonna have to kill like one of my yeah. new friends who's like I've become really close with she Paris. did also she did also she was so worms don't like the cold so she mm-hmm. has a little bit of control of her own mind mm-hmm. and she like. Is Barris begging does. Ahsoka, like, hey, yeah. kill me, please. Yeah, I forgot about that. Barris wants to be killed. Cause she's like, dude, this thing's taking over me. Kill yeah. me. Yeah. That was such a gross scene. Like, you see the worm, like, hanging Dangling out, of, out her of her mouth. mouth. Yeah. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Ahsoka basically chops. It looks like she's chopping her, Barris. Ahsoka's a chopping Barris with her lightsaber to kill her. But then it cuts away right before she strikes and stuff. And then you figure mm-hmm. out, oh, she just cut the worm. Yeah. Yeah, not her. And ended up saving her. Yep. So Barris is back. The yep. mind control didn't completely destroy yep. her. I also really like right after when she wakes up in the infirmary and mm-hmm. she's talking to Anakin about like, did I? Do you think I made the right choice? I mean, yeah. Barris asked me to kill her, but I didn't. Right. Should yeah. I have? Yeah. I really like that exchange. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. I like that conversation. All right. Should we get to the ratings? All right. Let's get to these ratings. What you brought me today is worth approximately 3,720 to one. Come on, let's keep a little optimism. Story. 11. No, I'm just kidding. Wow, that is the um, stupidest thing you've ever said. <laughs> yeah? No. Want to talk about Jar Jar no, some you, more? You, yeah, okay. No, I take that back. You've said plenty of stupider things. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? Uh, for story, I'm, I'm going to say I want to give it high sevens. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to go seven six. I went 7.7, seven, seven, nice. 7. 7. Yeah, I think this is definitely high seven. It's like pretty good bordering on great episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the story was was just really fun. Like I said, it's got the diehard elements. Like it's not like anything that hasn't been done before. They just pulled it off really well. They, they did a great job executing this type of a story. Wonderful. Yeah. Very entertaining. Very well executed. Yeah, 7.7. 7. Yeah. I will also say, since we're talking about story, I really like that they... Like how Barris mind controlled just totally flips. Like she becomes really ruthless mm-hmm. and like she like it kind of shows you how much power how powerful of a Jedi she really is. Yeah. And how much it's just like her her own compassion and her own like ability to control. Yeah. She no, has. she's very skilled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a really good Jedi. Um yeah. Artistry. Again, I want to say high sevens. Mm-hmm. 
I thought it was really well done. The scenes with like where you see the the cold air coming in mm-hmm. was really well done. Yeah. Um, I, this was very high sevens for me. For I'm going to go another 7.6. I gave this one a 7.9. Mm. I thought the performances were really good in this one. I thought like just the dialogue between Ahsoka and uh, Barris and stuff, just like their performances and the acting and everything about her being taken over. And like you mentioned, like she's like, kill me and everything. Like that was a really touching moment. And the performances were done really well in that. So like the artistry was great. The style of the episode itself, like you said, like visually, it was very appealing. Great atmosphere to it all. Artistry was, was high, 7.9. It, it was It was just before great for me, 7.9. Entertainment value. Dude, that kind of makes me want to bump up my 7.6. Nah, keep it. You do you, dude. I'm going to stick with 7.6. All right. Entertainment value. I was very entertained. I was very, very entertained. Mm-hmm. I was hooked. I'm going to go. This is where I'm going to go 7.9. I gave it 7.8. Mm-hmm. 7.8. 7.8. I'm surprised that my rating was higher than yours, but. I think for entertainment value, that is usually the one category where you're usually higher than me. I'm easily entertained. (laughs) (laughs) Mind you, depending on the category, I'm way more entertained by certain things than you are. I think you pay a lot more attention. And we've said this so many times. I almost don't even need to. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna because we took a break and I can do whatever I want because it's my podcast. But (laughs) you pay way – like you have much more of a trained eye. For the eye. technical side of things. Yeah. yeah, you have a critical eye. And I'm just like, yeah, great story. I had fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I think even the way, like, because we always talk about we both love movies and TV shows and, things, and yeah. things like that. I think we like them for different reasons. Oh, we do. Yeah. I am I just, I like, I love story. Mm-hmm. Storytelling, plot, and entertainment value are like my big ticket items. For oh, yeah. Me. And you love CGI a lot and things like that. I really appreciate the artistry. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I. I, I like to watch a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. I like to see how things are made. I really appreciate how hard certain things are to do that most people don't like fully grasp how difficult certain things are to do. So when I see stuff like that, that's the kind of stuff that mm-hmm. just really bumps up artistry levels and things for me. Yeah. Um, like even just like animation and stuff. Like that was a really complicated scene to animate. That's like really impressive. Um, yeah. I feel like my cinema opinions are always just so different than the majority of people, which is what I guess makes this podcast more unique and interesting, mm-hmm. I suppose. Uh, Quacky and Monkey Lizard over here and me always have extremely different opinions oh, on I've, all I've, I've listened cinema. in on some of these conversations, and it is really funny. And he's wrong every time. No. I, I'm... He speaks. <laughs> uh, but it's always so Sounds funny. just like a monkey lizard. <laughs> it's always so funny because you'll say something about it, and, and, and Buddy will be like, nope, I hated it. it. I thought it was awful. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. Or he'll be like, this is great. And Josh will be like, no, it was awful. Mm-hmm. There is sometimes where we both agree and something yeah. was really awesome. And that's when you know it was just like really good. Like when we went to go see Godzilla Minus One, we both agreed. That was I phenomenal. Still, I, wanna, I really want to see that now. Yeah. Um, you got to see or it. Or if we watch any of the Alien Predator movies, you guys tend to agree on those a lot. Yeah. Somewhat. Somewhat. I would say. There's some things that we cross um, over. Like, like with all good things. But I would say both of you have really good opinions and eyes for good movies. So. Yeah. You suck, but we're pretty good. No, I'm just kidding. I think I'm you amazing, good, You have good opinions. Me, me and you often appreciate the same things, but we look at them differently. We agree. We have very similar tastes. Yes, we do. 
and which is interesting because we have similar tastes for different reasons. Yeah. But fascinating. We're yeah. such interesting people. Wow. We should start a podcast. Wow. All right. That's the ratings. Oh, wait. We didn't give our like total scores. No. So I got a 7.7 for mine. Mine is 7.8, which makes The Millennial Falcon, Brain Invaders, Season 2, Episode 8 of The Clone Wars, a 7.8, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it averages out to. I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. I no, would say that's accurate. I, I totally agree. This yeah. is a 7.8 episode, which is why my score was a 7.8. So, I win. It's not a competition. <laughs> it's not a contest. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. I win. All right. That is a podcast. Yeah. We're back. We're back, baby. And we, I, we've talked a lot. We definitely want to be more consistent. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say anything else besides we've had some conversations about the future of the show. You're saying other things. And some things <laughs> that we want to do. And I'm just going to say that I'm very excited for yes. the direction that we're going. Yes. I'm excited for the future of the Millennial Falcon. Yeah. yeah John and I have been talking. We're yeah. we're really going to bump up our game this year. We want to get better at social media. And I know you've heard us say all these things before, but we're serious. Yeah. I want us to get so good that Tom Kane calls us and asks to be on our show. That's the goal. If we ever get to the point where anyone from Star Wars oh, man. asks to be on our show for positive reasons, not to tell us how awful we are, I think that's a win. That's hilarious. I I, I think it'd be more like we reach out to Tom Kane and he's like, sure. That would be incredible. But what I'm saying is if we were ever to get to the point right. where they reach out to us, yeah. then we know we have peaked. When we eventually get to reviewing season seven, we need to at least reach out to him and see if he'll do something. For season seven of Clone of Wars? Of the Clone Wars, yeah. yeah. N- join us next time. Also, follow us on the Millennia Falcon Podcast on Instagram. Wow, way to just interrupt me Where when there will be new telling people. Josh, things. I'm talking right now. Could no, you not? you shut Josh, up. Josh, I was stop. Talking. I'm talking. That is so rude. We're so good at podcasting. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Says two lines. He's probably going to be the favorite. <laughs> You're, you're kicking me off the show, aren't you? You're replacing me with Zach. Next week, it's Zach and Josh. <laughs> Join us next time as we discuss Season 2, Episode 9 and 10, the Salakuami arc. No idea if I'm saying that right. Is that some <laughs> kind of deli meat? <laughs> Salakuami uh, sausages. Can I get a Salakuami sandwich on rye? It does sound like a meat. With extra horseradish sauce? Yeah, I really have no idea what that word is, but that is apparently what this arc is called. Episode 9 and 10 of Season 2, Grievous Intrigue and the Deserter. I always love every episode with Grievous. Mm. So it's only a two-parter arc, so it's not a huge one this time. Yeah. Also, follow us on social media at the Millennial Falcon Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, expect good things there, hopefully. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's a podcast. Okay, bye. Bye.